Thanks for joining us for another Faith Horizons podcast. The purpose of a Faith Horizons podcast is to discover the kingdom of God in Kansas City, one conversation at a time. The royal priesthood of God began in the Old Testament and continues today. Get great insight into our position as kings and priests in the kingdom of God today. Have you picked your one word for 2023? In this podcast, Scott and I discuss how his 2022 one word was all about the royal priesthood of God. Here's my conversation with Scott Stinger. This past God's Relay Race on December 10th, 2022, we talked about it's the end of the year, and so we're doing the one word thing. We're finding our one word for 2023. Yes. And and I'd like to tie that into, uh, we also got into this because you had a one word in 2022 that, that brought up a connection between the king and pre. And so this podcast is all about discovering the kingdom of God in Kansas City. So the king when we talk about the kingdom, all of this ties into the kingdom that Jesus Christ actually set in place on the earth. It it, it brings together king and priest. So let's go over a little bit about one word and then just step into uh king and king and priest and see where we go. Sure. Well, okay, so there's this book that's literally called One Word, and I think it's subtitled That Will Change Your Life. And um, this spiritual discipline, if you will, was modeled to me by a dear friend, John Shore, local businessman. He and his brother owned Shore Tires, uh, a, a chain of tire stores here in Kansas City. And and John passed away about a year or so ago uh, in his 90s, and 20 some years ago, he was one of the executives of FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I got to know him through that organization because indirectly I came to Christ as a teenager in high school through FCA. And uh, John was uh, involved with a fundraising for that ministry. And so when I was running Stanger Industries, which was not far from the world headquarters of FCA here in Kansas City, John would stop by often. We'd have lunch or coffee or whatever. And he introduced to me, like I said, about 20 years ago, this uh, spiritual discipline of one word. And uh, some others, leaders from FCA, were so inspired by this as well that three of them wrote a book together called One Word That Will Change Your Life. You can go out there and find it on Amazon. You can Google it as well. And they've got a whole separate website um, uh, dedicated to this one word. And even there's been two or three different books that have that have come out of that, like uh, Life Word. Uh, there's one word for children. And, and in fact, one of my clients, because uh, I, I hand out this book, One Word, probably more than any book that I've given hundreds and hundreds of copies of it, especially this time of year, as we transition from the, the closing of one year to the launching of a, of a new year, I hand out the book uh, over and over and over. And one of my clients, as a matter of fact, uh, said that he went on a, a little spiritual retreat with his wife and, and daughters, and he got a copy of the, the version of it for the children, and they all did it. Uh, just a few weeks ago on this spiritual retreat. So I love hearing stories like that, whether it's a family that does it together or a business or a church or school or whatever. Um, and there's countless stories of this. You can go out to the website again of one word and you'll hear testimonies of churches, schools, uh, businesses, sports teams, and so on that have, that have embraced this one word for years and, and the stories that come out of it. So. 
Okay, here we are. Uh, Saturday at God's Relay Race, I gave away copies of the book a year ago and yes, said, yes. hey, let's, let's, uh, I, I really want to challenge us here last December. Let's seek the Lord for our one word. Now, I'll just briefly touch on what is, is this one word in the book. It's just, it's a, it's an easy read. In fact, you can read it in less than an hour and it has some guiding principles for you to to, as I like to say, downshift into a lower, slower gear before the Lord and and really listen for that one word that He's going to give you that becomes like the, the needle and the thread of the tapestry that He's weaving into uh, together for our lives. And in the coming year, what is it that He wants to do in us and through us? Uh, that one word becomes, as, as I like to say, it's it's a it's a it's a way to recalibrate us to true north. As I have my quiet time before the Lord every morning, you know we get caught up in the in the busyness of life and the, uh, you know all the hectic uh, chaos. And it's good to have something that recenters us, recalibrates us to true north. Of course, we know it's His Word, it's His Spirit, but He can give us these practical. Uh, examples of, of, hey, just think about this one word that I'm going to give you. And I, like I said, I've been doing this for 20 some years. I've, I've journaled on this. I've got a, a summary page of each year and what was the one word and a one sentence that summarizes what that word is. And, and this year has been the most interesting one word that I've had, uh, perhaps. And, and it's Cumria. Comria. Yes. <laughs> That's such a where's that word? Oh you know? boy, yes. <laughs> uh it's it's Aramaic okay. and it's K U M R E A, Comria. And uh it's really it means royal priesthood. And wow. uh it comes from different translations of the Old Testament and the New Testament in Aramaic and when the, the the translators were talking about the Levitical priesthood from the Old Testament or when it was referenced in the New Testament. They always used the word Cohen, um, C-O-H-E-N. Okay. Yet when they were referring to the uh, Melchizedek priesthood— this is really getting down into some to some deep waters, <laughs> drilling down into some deep. You're waters. talking about the Levitical priesthood, and that was referred to as Cohen, Cohen, C O H E N, and yes. then the, the when, other one when it was referring to the other priesthood, the Melchizedek priesthood, okay. which predated the Levitical priesthood, it goes right. back to Genesis chapter 14. That's when this this figure of Melchizedek, which has a, I mean, we we could literally have. Dozens of podcasts uh, uh, just unpacking what all that means. But this Melchizedek figure is introduced to us in a brief interaction with Abraham, and Melchizedek blessed Abraham. And then later, you know, some 500 or so years later, David, King David, writes a psalm, Psalm 110, uh, where he talks about this Melchizedek and says that there's going to be a Messiah, this messianic figure that's going to come, and he's going to be forever a part of the the order of Melchizedek. 
Wow. And we really see this primarily picked up again in the, the book of Hebrews. We don't know who's written it. You know, a lot of people uh, theorize it was Paul that wrote it. Maybe, maybe not. But regardless, we see this Melchizedek thing and this Cumria, this royal priesthood, unpacked even more and more. So, gosh, like I said, well, I could I could spend, I don't know. You know? Is that Hebrews 8, right? Yes, yeah. Hebrews chapter 8, because I, I read over a little bit because I saw it in our notes, and so, yeah, there's quite a, it's quite an interesting thing. I'm like, my gosh, you know, you, this is the treasures of the Bible right here. Yes, yes. Okay, let me reel this back in, though. We're here, we're doing a podcast of can, what's happening in Kansas City, and I come in uh, each month, especially on the marketplace of Kansas City, and now I'm sitting here talking about Comria, word. Uh, very uh, obscure word that I didn't even know until uh, a year ago when uh, God gave it to me as my one word, and I've I've spent the whole last year researching it. As, as uh, there's a proverb that says, "It's the glory of God to conceal a matter, and the glory of kings to search it out." And so yes. that's what I've been doing over the last year is really searching out this word Cumria. And you know, even now here here we are in December, we're coming down to the close of a year, and I feel like I'm cramming for finals because I'm I'm trying to I, I'm going back and saying Lord uh, I don't really know I don't feel like I've squeezed all the juice out of this word for 22 um, and it's full understanding I mean it's been so much it's like trying to take a cup of the ocean and carry it to somebody and say here's the ocean and they look at it and go what <laughs> but you don't realize how much there really is uh, in in the ocean that there's just got a little cup right here. And so uh, all I can briefly say is that it's impressed upon me that uh, this Comria, this royal priesthood that we've been called into, yes. and it's also unpacked a little bit more in, in the book of Revelation. It says the royal priesthood of the believers. In other words, we are here not just in a place of standing in the gap— um, in in like a priestly role as an intercessor to see God's will uh, and kingdom extended and expanded in in the midst of where we have influence. It's not just that we stand in the gap, but we have a a certain degree of authority. Yeah, of kingly authority. So. You know, the best way I can explain it is the, the Catholic Church, anybody who comes from a Catholic faith, they have a better understanding of what that priest is like. That priest is like a mediator, you know, anybody who's yes. has been raised in that stream of faith, they understand, hey, we go in and have a confessional, and, and this priest is mediating between heaven and, and my life. And well, but what if on the other side of that... Uh, confession booth, you weren't just telling this priest, just a priest figure, what if you were telling the President of the United States, somebody yeah, yeah. that we recognize as a real authority figure right, right. in the land? Just try to understand that if it was not just a priest sitting there that you were going to for whatever, but it was like the President of the United States. Yeah. Wow, how would that change your outlook, both as you approach that and as you walk away from that encounter? Okay, so what I'm trying to say is that the God, I really believe, has 
impressed upon me that when He calls us, when He anoints us and appoints us into our different places, whether it's in the business world, or it's in the media world, or it's in education, or it's in government, or or whatever aspect of society that He really does anoint us and appoint us into that. He not only is there to—we're not only there as a as a representative, but we're there as an authority figure. We've, we know that the Scriptures teach us that we are ambassadors. Yes. And, um, but we're not just ambassadors, uh, individuals. We are like an envoy of heaven that has been sent into different times and places that God specifically wants to us to be uh, a catalyst. You know, we, we know that we're called to be the salt and the light, yes. but he wants to use us as a collectively, as an envoy representative of bringing heaven to earth. I mean, Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer, pray, thy kingdom come and thy will be done. Well, what is that? Is that just a, a nice little bumper sticker or <laughs> plaque that we're to put on the wall and say, oh, that's that's nice? No, he really means it, that yes. we are here not only to pray and to ask for it, but also to decree it, that we are uh, standing in the gap and we are decreeing God's word. We are decreeing his will, decreeing his kingdom, extending and expanding it into every conversation, every situation, and every organization. So that's what um, Camria means. And like I said, I'm I, I'm coming down here to the home stretch of 2022, and I'm still trying to drink from a fire hose of this word and who knows it may I may do a, have a do over for 2023 with with this word or some derivative of it because I this is the only time that I've come away from a one word experience and I I I just feel like it's whether it's my ineffectiveness of uh of understanding it and applying it and searching it out. You know, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to, to search it out. I don't know. I'll, I'll bear responsibility if, if I've mishandled uh, my 22 yeah. uh, one word, but... You think there might be more there? That's what you're saying. Oh, my gosh, There's yes. There's more there. There is more yeah. there. Even mm-hmm. even over the, the last few weeks, I've been listening to... I love the Bible Project, uh, those animated short animations, you know, three to five minute animations of, of the Bible. I strongly recommend listeners go out to the Bible Project and explore yeah, if you that. if you have any questions, usually it's on, answered on there, and they've got great graphics to make it very understandable. Incredible. I mean, you could have your five-year-old listening, watching it, and, and learning so much, and, and yet you can have the most um, educated uh, scholar of the Bible who is going to be challenged with things that are like, wow, yes, that's deep truth right there. So go to the Bible Project. There's actually a series out there of, uh, I don't know, six to seven uh, short videos on the royal priesthood. Oh, really? The royal priesthood. Plus, many times they'll have uh, a podcast that goes along with it. So, in fact, they do. They have a, yeah. a 10-series podcast of an hour apiece that goes along with this Royal Priesthood awesome. animated series. That's great. And wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I can't so say cool. enough. I, every time I listen to that over, I get something new that uh, speaks to this Camria and being a Royal 
priest, which we're all called to. Yes. This isn't some, you know, secret mission for 007 or something. This is this is for all of us, the priesthood of the believers. And we're called into a Melchizedek order because Jesus is seated at the right hand of God the Father, and he is forever in this Melchizedek order. And like I said, there's a there's a lot to unpack there of what that really means, but just Take it for just what it is, a king and a priest together. King and priest. A king and a priest together. So Jesus, you know, is referred to as the king of kings in the Bible. And the Lord of lords. (laughs) And the Lord of lords. So uh, I always say, you know, the funny, he's actually declaring that the people that he has authority over or has authority with or that he passes on authority to are also kings. Yes. So the, the, he is a king of kings. King of so kings, So he yes. is the king of kings. And so a lot of times we as, as human beings don't, don't feel like we have the right to step into our role as kingly priest yes. on the earth. And that's, you know, like if you're going to be a business owner or if you're going to be a superintendent of a thing, you are operating in the role of a, of a priest because you are, you know, because you're in the line of Christ, but you're also, you have authority to administer things on the earth. There you go. That's a key word, to administer, to mediate and administer. You know, this isn't a perfect illustration, uh, and and it's harder for us Americans to understand because of the political structure we live in of, of a republic and elected officials who serve a term and then they're out. But let's take the UK, for instance, and, the, and monarchy there. You have both a, a royal family, yeah. whether it's the king or the queen, and you have a prime minister. And so you have the, the royal family that can make a decree, but it's the prime minister who administrates that, not only through the, the laws of parliament, but it also administers the decree of the royal family. And so that helps us to understand why was Jesus called the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Well, he is both this, this royal figure, this royal priesthood, yeah. uh, that he can make a decree, but he also can mediate on our behalf. He is, he is compassionate. He is merciful. He is, he is full of grace. And so that's what we can come together. We can come together with kingly authority, but also priestly compassion, mercy, and grace to see the kingdom extended and expanded and his will to be done on the earth. And let's remember, folks, this is all a marketplace prayer. (laughs) (laughs) It's a marketplace prayer group, but these are the things that are coming up at a marketplace prayer group, is that God wants us to administrate um, His kingdom on the earth in wherever we're at, in in our our marketplace positions. Yeah, and... Outside of the family, I think the best place to to model the kingdom and discipleship uh, and, and royal priesthood is the business. The business, <laughs> the business. Yeah. Because first of all, that's where we spend for for forty some years of our life. That's where we spend most of our best hours. That's true. You know, forty plus hours per week for forty plus years. Um, therefore, you know, part of our career, we'll spend more time with our coworkers than we will with our own family members. And uh, there's no better place to see when we bring 
when let's say for instance we all took yesterday's sermon <laughs> whatever we heard at church yes. and if we s- said okay i'm going to purpose to live out whatever was taught in yesterday's sermon i'm going to model this for my employees or my coworkers or you know it doesn't matter where you fall in the org chart whether you're at the top or the bottom i'm going to model this and uh in in front of everybody in hopes that it influences them and uh, you get to see firsthand how do people react. And I'm not talking about beating them over the head with a Bible or some scripture or a, uh, a, a Bible tract or something like that. I'm just talking about bringing the value, bringing the Holy Spirit, bringing His Word into the place, modeling it out, and uh, challenging people to uh, embrace a different way, a better way, for sure. Thanks for listening to another Faith Horizons podcast. It is an honor to get to interview the kingdom leaders that God has placed in Kansas City. If I could ask a favor of you, please rate the podcast in iTunes and share with those that you know. This will help get the word out about what God is doing in Kansas City. Thanks, and God bless.